Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is sex part six. Part six. Part six. Sex, sex part, part six. six. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and Bree are currently oh. fighting. Yeah, we are. Because my sister <laughs> has the cutest baby that anyone's ever fucking seen in their life. And I said... Brooke's baby is literally so cute. I said at least 10th percentile of cute babies. And I was like, but you still have some baby delusion. Like people around babies and people that have their own babies think that their baby is so cute. And this time I'll actually, sometimes I've seen people say my baby is really cute. And I'm like, your baby is a sewer rat <laughs> but Blake is very cute but cutest baby ever like you're just psychotic and I said to Sean name a fucking cuter baby how about we sign Blake up for like one of those like prize dog baby contests competitions. yeah are but there baby competitions? I'm She'd sure win there, every time. I'm sure there is a baby competition. She's the cutest baby in the fucking world that's ever been. <laughs> See, no, just... I'm serious. No, but the thing is, I, I'm not just saying this as a joke. Like, I mean it. Like, no, she is I'm the cutest not baby. saying you're psychotic as a joke. I mean it. Go, <laughs> go seek professional help. Sean's trying to tell me that she's top 5%. You you upped it to 95% that of babies. you showed me was very cute. Are uglier than Blake. <laughs> Everybody out there with a baby right now is like... 95% of your babies are <laughs> uglier than my sister's baby. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Yeah. But that's not enough for me because she is the single cutest baby that's ever existed. Yeah, you lose me there. Name a fucking. I'm not around baby. babies, Bree. Well, then how do you know? You're just saying that to be cruel, then, because <laughs> you haven't seen a cuter one. So why do you think there's a cuter one out there? What specify? What do you think is not cute about Blake? And it's, I'm going to tell my sister. It's what not. You- it literally doesn't have anything to do with Blake. It more has to do with your psychosis around this <laughs> no honestly you're a blake hater i'm gonna tell blake what you've been saying about her she's literally like a potato with legs right now she doesn't understand what you're saying to her you just called her a potato i love with potatoes. legs potatoes are delicious and cute <laughs> i cannot wait to tell my mother about this that you've been saying this about her grandchild, <laughs> a potato with legs, Sean. You guys also thought that she was gonna like find the fucking fifth dimension when she was. She's also the up. smartest baby that's ever existed. You're. She's the smartest. She's also the most athletic. If she came from a family that you came from, she's not the smartest baby. <laughs> and she's the funniest. Also that. <laughs> she's all the things. Genetically, if it's tied to you, she has none Miracles of Miracles happen. She has none of the sort. <laughs> okay, anyways, never talk to me again after this episode, but I guess we'll do it since we're already here. <laughs> Wherever you're listening, make sure to follow or subscribe. Seriously, it really helps us out. We can see that a lot of you fuckers listen and you don't follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify because we can see the ratio <laughs> and we're fucking pissed about it. And the, how is your mic so hairy? I don't know. It's I've also got like lip trap on so it's just I like know. Have you just everywhere. been gluck glucking it? Like what is <laughs> gluck, this? Gluck gluck 3000ing my <laughs> mic. Um, we have some new followers, which means, you know, there should be more five star reviews. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Where are the reviews? Sorry guys. I got Brie fired up about this baby and now she's taking it out on you. The reviews have plateaued. I will say. (laughs) Is that a, what, how are you supposed to say it? Plateaued. Plateaued. No. Plateaued. Plateau. Plateau. (laughs) Plateau.
the reviews have plateaued and we're fucking pissed about it because every week I get an email that says the new reviews that yeah. come in. I was quite enjoying reading those reviews every week. And now zero reading. Zero. Yeah. No reading to be done. No. And I'm pissed about it. Sean can't read, so it doesn't matter for him. But <laughs> It's just like a picture book to me. I see that something's long and I go, yeah. <laughs> I see the five stars, though. Yes. I can read those. He can. He knows symbols. So make he sure. Knows. He's learned the symbols. <laughs> he, he has learned, learned the symbols. <laughs> so make sure that you follow, subscribe, turn the post notifications on, follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast, on TikTok at I Can Explain Podcast, where we recently have found serious fans. We're almost at 10,000 followers. Million 10 followers. million followers. <laughs> 10 million followers. We're, we're shutting it down quick yeah, soon. We're shutting it down before Get him while you can. <laughs> <laughs> and also, rate us wherever you're listening. Five stars. Seriously, you're listening right now and you're thinking to yourself, okay, yeah, maybe I'll do that later. Or she's not talking directly to me. I'm talking to you. She's going to... Bree is going to... Your family is I not will in danger find anymore. You. Bree's gonna come to your house <laughs> and tell you that any baby that is in your life is uglier than is uglier than Blake. Your door gets kicked <laughs> in. She goes, "It's uglier." <laughs> and seriously, you think I'm not talking to you? I'm fucking talking to you. Yeah, you follow and rate us five stars and leave us a nice little message. And um, that's not asking too much. Bree's gonna Bree's gonna be so mad. Yeah, that she's gonna hack your family's database mm-hmm. find photos of you as a baby yeah post them on her page <laughs> tagging you and say you were uglier than blake well of course because blake's the cutest exactly. so like everyone's uglier yeah but you will be doing that i will be doing that definitely <laughs> um also we have new merch out as of last week's episode so um go check that out it's linked in our bio everywhere it's very cute i'm very excited about it it is very cute it's i'm obsessed I was gonna say actually. we worked hard on it but, but. We did. We, we did. worked hard. Conceptually. Conceptually. And then I, we got an artist to do it. Yeah. We, we, do you, do we, you expect us to fucking draw too? <laughs> I don't know. How many things do we need to be good at? Well, we're so multi-talented. I would assume people would think that also we think might also be... Artists. Yeah. Mm. Conceptually. Conceptually. Yeah. We're conceptual and artists. Let me tell you something about... Saying, once you see the design, go look at the design. You're going to be like, wow, you had to send the notes of this design to an artist? We did. That takes bravery. It was definitely my bravest moment. Absolutely. And my most pitiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely mortified about it. But anyways, please buy it and wear it around town. Yeah. And be um, mortified with us. Yeah, absolutely. Today we're talking about sex. Yes. Oh, I have, a, I have a housekeeping. You stupid. See, no smart baby came from this. <laughs> I have a housekeeping first. Okay, go ahead. Um, my housekeeping is I'm currently off the apps. Oh. I'm taking a break. I'm okay, taking a hiatus. Yeah. yeah. Um, nobody likes me. <laughs> <laughs> it was more of a forced break. I'm off the dating apps nobody because um me. no one wants to date no me. No one wants to date me. You got to the end. Did you get to the end? I did get to the end. Oh, yeah. that's such a sad moment. It was. And then you see yourself in the reflection of the glass. No, <laughs> no other possible matches it just in turns your area. Off. It turns self camera on. It's just you. You're the only Put one. The clown left. filter on you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm taking a break from the apps. Okay. Um, nobody wants to date me. Yeah. That part's true. Yeah. Ah, that's not true. <laughs> no one who you want to date wants to <laughs> date you. The one. That's the one. That's yeah. the one. That's one. Okay. Um, but in my final days <laughs> on the apps, <laughs> yeah. I was running into a lot of tomfoolery, a lot of clownery, okay. a lot of um, debauchery. Mm. People are liars. <laughs> they are. And I was 
hilariously shocked at how often people lie. And the thing people lie about most is their careers. <laughs> what do you mean? How do they lie You're about gonna that? You're going to relate to this directly because we, okay. we have somebody that we know that has done this to both of us. People lie oh. in their careers and on the apps. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think it's the worst thing to do this, but people confuse hobbies and interests for careers. Mm. Yeah. And I run into this so often because yeah. I do design mm. and a lot of people see like two shows on HGTV and are like, I do design. I'm which an is interior fine. designer. The amount of people, and I wasn't even trying to be shady. Yeah. I came across t- oh, probably like 20 over yeah. my time, but two in one day. And one of their captions or one of their bios was, I design interiors. And I said, another one, another one of my people. Yeah. I said, okay. this is amazing. We could yeah. be like a hot little gay interior designer team. Wow. This would be so perfect. Okay. We could start a little firm, mm-hmm. um, call it, we're also fucking. Oh, I feel like rolls right off the tongue. Exactly. Yeah. And so without even trying to be shady, I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. Like, what firm do you work for? And they go, oh, I don't. And I was like, oh, well, like, do you have your own? Oh, no, I don't. Oh, this? No, I don't. They worked at a furniture store, which like is a good oh. job. And I'm not shading that. Yeah. But I'm like, this is you not. You sell furniture. And you're a furniture which is salesperson. still a, a great, great job. job. Great job. But you're not, not doing the thing that you're talking about. And I see it all the time with people talking about real estate. Mm. People being like, I'm into real estate. And I'm like, oh, so you like work for like, a, yeah. you're a real estate yeah, agent. Yeah, yeah. They're like, and they go, oh no, I'm just really interested in it. Ah. Uh, you know and what? They'll, they'll put in their bio like five things. It'll be like hiking, art, cars. Real estate, Real estate, interior design, interior design, and I'm like, so you, uh, I'm like, so you own a car? They're like, I'm gay, I don't drive. <laughs> and then I'll be like, so, oh, but you're a designer. And they go, no, I just went to IKEA once. And then I go, oh, but <laughs> you are a real estate agent. Oh, I rent an apartment. No, I actually just looked at the newspaper. Yeah. The real estate section yeah. was pretty fire this week. Yeah, it's and they have been on a hike once before. Have, so they're thinking of yeah, a hike. They've, they've, <laughs> they've thought of it. it out. Yeah. yeah, um, it happens all the time. Oh yeah. All the time. And I would say real estate and design are two two of the top ones for it. I think it's the Subway sandwich artist effect. Like, I feel like... Tell me about that. I feel like... You make it seem like I'm supposed to know that. You know, the Subway sandwich artist effect. I couldn't have put it better. (laughs) You know, it's like... We're you keep here, asking for olives and they're not giving you any. We're out here telling people making sandwiches that they're artists. <laughs> so... <laughs> How, what do you fucking expect from people when we've been gaslighting them their whole right. life that like you, you can make a anything. sandwich and you can be an artist? Right. I bet you if you started inquiring that there's a direct correlation from people that have worked at Subway <laughs> and people who are now is, saying that they're interior designers. This is a new a new plot of yours. Because you can't be told for a certain amount of years in your youth that you're an artist if you can make a sandwich and then just one day snap out of the delusion. Yeah. It continues on through life. <laughs> I'm so sorry to anybody that works at Subway. I think you're an artist. Do you? No. I think that they're a great sandwich maker. Yeah, true. They're not an artist. No. What are you... What What is artful about my sandwich? Sometimes it's so poorly done, I have to rearrange the insides <laughs> after I receive it. <laughs> The more that I think about it, I'm like, I actually, maybe putting a hobby isn't that problematic. It's just weird when it's, okay. It's that, it's that, it's that 
people want you to assume that it's it, their career. You know what it is? I think putting hobbies in your um in your profile makes total sense. I put my hobbies. Yeah. Like going to the gym, playing video <laughs> games. That's about it. Yeah. But it's one of those weird things that when a hobby is a crossover with someone's career, it, yeah. it's tricky because I wouldn't put like medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I watched was, Grey's Anatomy. I, if so. I was really passionate yeah. about like Advil, yeah. I wouldn't put like doctor <laughs> or like, <laughs> you know, that's when it gets tricky, I would say. I also think <laughs> I don't trust people that their hobbies are jobs. <laughs> why Just do you want to do a job? But like, and if you're not getting paid, why do you want to do it? I don't trust you. You can like things. I don't Brie. think so. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody with a hobby, stop actually, it right now, please. I actually inherently disagree with that statement. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it, I think it's odd. Okay. And I see it a lot. And I just think so, like... Yeah. So you, had, doing... you had one too many Subway Sandwich artists and you said, exactly. I'm closing maps. I saw too many artists and I said, mm. what kind of medium? And they said, bread and veg. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, I'm done. Sometimes I'm meat. Done here. Yellow and white cheese. <laughs> Toasted or not toasted. You know what the thing is too? I've never been to Subway and got a consultation. Like if if I'm hiring an artist. Well, art's supposed to speak to you, Brie. And I'm, but I'm telling them what art to do. Are they truly an artist? Like I've never gotten a recommendation. Well, maybe you're not understanding what art is. And a lot of the time <laughs> art isn't made for someone specific. Mm. And maybe they're making that sandwich for a wider audience. Right. And you're just not, your little brain yeah. isn't yeah. understanding <laughs> the art behind it. Maybe the complex okay. idea of the sandwich is it's just sliding it's by. It's sliding you. right by. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no. Every time, you know how I know that they're right. not yeah. an artist? Because I always want a lot of pickles and a lot of olives. And they do like three. You're like, exactly. That's not a lot. And they're the most dramatic looking. So if they were into art, they would They would get that. Razzle-dazzle it up a bit. <laughs> exactly. Throw some more fucking olives on that bitch. Exactly. My thing is when I say a little bit of mustard, and then they fucking slosh that <laughs> they, mustard on. They get like, two of the things <laughs> together. They're they double fisting the, the mustard. They put your sandwich yeah. at the end and they jump on it. They're double penetrating my sandwich <laughs> with mustard. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. They're filling the bread like a jelly donut. <laughs> A true artist would never. <laughs> okay, I have some housekeeping. Okay. This is... The story of a girl. Exactly. This is... Um, okay. I went to a space the other day that mm. was very queer-centric. Okay. And by queer-centric, I mean that I was the most... Um, non-queer adjacent person in this right. space i would guess i think i was the most mainstream bitch yeah there okay just to paint the picture okay i am to them what straight people are to me awful yeah mm. exactly and i went to this space and i'm trying to make conversation okay mm -hmm. and i'm looking around i'm looking around and there are a lot of coveralls okay a lot coveralls yeah a lot of people like wearing dickies. coveralls like i guess pers maybe but like i'm overalls i'm gonna assume in this Those space that most of them are probably secondhand or like right. a vintage buy okay. i would assume various colors but but very similar coverall get up right okay so i'm in this space a lot of coveralls going around and i said to someone i said 
oh, did all the staff tonight decide that they were going to wear coveralls? Because so many people were wearing coveralls right. that I thought this must have been a plan. A group text. This must have been a group text tonight. We're going to cover all. We're going to buckle You're up. You're all? We're we better be fucking cover. covered. Exactly. <laughs> so I said that out loud to someone. I said, oh, that's so cute. Because a lot of people that were in this space were also working in this space or were staff members of the space. I said, everyone decided to wear their coveralls tonight. It was, it was a planned yeah. thing. It wasn't. And they said, what are you talking about? I said, everyone here is wearing fucking coveralls. Like this can, this has to have been a plan. Yeah. And they said, no, not that many people were wearing coveralls. They disagreed with me. I said, look around. Fucking half let's, the people in here count the coveralls. are covering it all. Cover count. And I was like, no, this is like someone's playing a fucking prank on me. And it made me think that all these people were trying to be unique queers and all wearing the same fucking thing. Well, yeah, that's also, I feel like we run into that a lot, that a lot of straight people probably think what queer people wear are, uh, is like very different. Coveralls is like the Aritzia blouse of queer nightlife. It's like the Aritzia puff. Exactly. The super puff. Exactly. For straight girls, they have the super puff. For queers, they have the coveralls. And And everyone thinks they're doing something different. And And lesbians have docks. Yeah. But that's the thing. All these straight people and just people in general, I feel like think what queer people wear is like quite out there. Yeah. And then you go to a queer space and everyone's wearing the same fucking thing. (laughs) I feel like for gay men, it's the little scarf around the neck. An ascot? Yeah. Where in the fucking Fred from Scooby-Doo have you been going? You know why? You know why? Because I feel like everyone wearing one of those thinks that they're doing something different. Oh, I haven't. It's 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 the air that they move with. Have I been? Have I missed the ascot era? I think you've worn an ascot. I haven't worn an ascot. I've seen a picture on your Instagram of you wearing an ascot. The only time I've ever worn an ascot okay. is when I was in hoedown throwdown energy. At the pig pen? <laughs> At the pig pen when I was wrangling pigs. Yeah. Um, Do you think you'd be a pig or a pig wrangler? Um, depends who's asking. <laughs> Depends how dirty I am. (laughs) No, I just thought it was funny because I'm like, then you go to one of these fucking like lesbian events. Everyone's in a fucking vest. Really? Everyone's in a vest these days. The vests are popping off. Used to be the button up. Now it's the vest. The gays had um, the striped Zara shirt. Yes. With the Mm -hmm. usually a white tank underneath Mm -hmm. some sort of denim short short. Yeah. A white sock and a white shoe. That is prevailing. That had and does still have everybody in a chokehold. Yeah. Now it is switching, and I, I never had the striped Zara shirt. You didn't? I didn't. Oh my God. I, wow. however, now have been partaking in this new trend, mm. which is the square neck tank top. Oh, that is really sweeping the gay nation. It is. It is a square neck, square neck, like the one that I wore on my birthday oh, last year. Okay, that is absolutely taking the nation by storm. Right, and it has been for the past year or so. And do you think when people are wearing the square neck, they feel unique? 
I think they did. They shouldn't anymore. They I shouldn't. wouldn't. I still like it. It's very flattering. No, I, I'm not. Saying, there's nothing against. No, there's nothing no, no. against being one of thirty people wearing coveralls. Exactly. It's a, nothing against. We can that. all slay in unison. We, <laughs> and in one item of fully covered clothing. And I do kind of also love like the vibe of us all matching. You know how much I love a matching vibe. Some I, people think yeah. it's embarrassing. I'm like, I don't. Now we're slaying as a squad. <laughs> Slay squad. Now we're the slay squad. (laughs) But that's the thing. I think that's the issue for me. I would have liked to know that they knew that they were the slay squad. You know? I I like the self-awareness of a slay squad. Yeah. I thought that they thought they were slaying as a squad. But come to find out, I don't think that they were aware that they were part of a squad. Right. I think they all thought that they were only individual slaying. (laughs) You know, it's just something to think about. Okay, let's get into it. Let's get fucking into it. Let's get fucking dirty. (laughs) Brie literally said, let's talk about being prudes. Let's call it sex part six. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I was like, I have no problem talking about not having sex. Fuck off. Go (laughs) on. Because no one wants to date me. People want to date you. That's not true. <laughs> Statistically, it's not true. Show me my boyfriend. Where is oh, he? Yeah. Hello, hmm? anyone? Are you under there? Any? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've talked about sex a lot. Uh-huh. And um, I was on We're Having Gay Sex, and I mentioned how I did a kink test, mm-hmm. which for anyone out there who doesn't know what that is, you there's various tests online, and you answer a bunch of questions. And um, this, I should also say, this is where family members should probably stop listening. Thank you very much. Um, and in said kink test, you answer these questions, and I never thought of myself as a very vanilla person. Yeah, I think because also who I surround myself with a lot of times, I consider to be more vanilla than me. So I would you get pissed on? Feel like. <laughs> Sure. Why not? Mm, you didn't seem that down. I I would. Why not? Didn't What's wrong with that? That was pretty vanilla. Answer. There's a difference between there's a difference between wanting it. Like I'm not gonna request, but like if someone wanted to pee on me and it was like that was gonna be fun for them. Well, your answer is seems vanilla. Okay, was, whatever. A little slow on the draw. You should have been like I should have yeah, been, been like really excited. Yeah. Oh, you like it a, like a <laughs> enthusiastic. Yeah. Beer. <laughs> Piss, pissy. Pissy, okay. Piss receiver, if yes. you will. Oh, Jesus. Okay, anyways. So I did this fucking test, and at the end of it, it was like... Did I tell you were like Ned Flanders or something? <laughs> it told me I was Michael Scott. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Not and meanwhile, as I'm clicking through this test, I was like... Oh, I'm going a little wild here. Like, and at the end, it was like, you're Michael Scott, like in comparison to everything else. Right. I was like, okay, whatever. I took another kink test after that. I found out that that one was kind of bullshit. I took another test after that. See, did it tell you were kinkier? No, it told me it, it just, it wasn't one that it was like scale zero to kinky. It told you where, where your kinks oh, were okay. and how extreme those kinks Cause were. Cause I was picturing you doing the second one, but like really hyping yourself Like just up. like going like, for it. Nasty like nasty <laughs> before. Fucking pee on me. Um, I don't even think pe- peeing's that kinky. Not at all. Right? No, yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. You seemed. For Michael Scott it is. For Ned Flanders it isn't. Like piss freak. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, it kind of was like a self-awareness moment because I think because of the circle that I'm in and because of like, usually I consider myself to be one of the more sexual people when I talk about sex in, in, you know, social settings. Um, 
I my scale was skewed, if you right. will. Yes. And recently, I guessed it on a podcast with two other folks that I would say are on the very opposite side of yeah. that scale. Kink masters. Kink extremists, yeah. if you will. And they were super wonderful and friendly and like so nice. And we like talked about some stuff on the podcast. And then after they added me on Twitter and usually, you know, after you do a podcast with someone, you feel like, you know, them, it's kind of intimate. You're like, okay, you do the follow each other on Twitter, on Instagram, whatever. And so I added them back. And let me tell you, I have seen more in the last week of following these people on Twitter twitter than i've seen in a lifetime i didn't know some of these things were fucking possible right and i think also because now that i'm following them and i interacted with their posts talking about the podcast i'm getting shown people that also like follow them in their community and i've tapped into a niche space space on twitter that like I'm like, this exists? Like, what is going on? You need to tell us about some of these okay, things. Okay, so like a recent one is they... Also, this I feel like ties directly into one of the reviews that we had this week about somebody saying that they were like talking about how they gave us a five-star review, but they were questioning if they should have because, because of me. Because of you. They found and watched Sand Gay and Dumpling Gay. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like... If you heard me talking about it, you should have known that you shouldn't have looked it up. Let me tell you, Sand Gay and Dumpling Gay have what you've seen. <laughs> nothing on the things that I've seen. Yeah, you can't unsee the things compare. that I've seen. They are. Seriously, they're as vanilla as they come. Buckle up. They're right there with Michael Scott because this shit is wild. Okay, so recently they had a controversy, okay? Because they posted something on... I'm not naming them just because I don't want to add to their controversy or whatever. And, okay. like, they're wonderful people. I'm not not naming them because I'm saying anything shady. I, like, think they're hilarious and wonderful. And I love their sex capades. Like, good for them. But um, they had a recent controversy where they were reacting to various kinks in a YouTube video. And one of the kinks that they said, I don't know what word they used. I don't think they used the word weird, but they were saying that they weren't into it. Okay. Um, was like diaper play. Oh, where people like, you know, shit themselves yeah. in diapers and like whatever Typical diaper play, yeah. Typical, you know, just a regular Tuesday for you. You don't really like sex, but shitting yourself you love. I shit myself. I don't get anything sexually out of it. It's just, just, I can't stop it physically. <laughs> <laughs> just part of who you are. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they said that, and then I guess the diaper community, the diaper play community, was really upset because they felt it was unsupported. A yeah. <laughs> it's an absolute shitstorm on Twitter afterwards. And let me tell you, I because I saw this, then I saw the hundreds of thousands of accounts of these adults yeah. in diapers. And the names that they choose. Diapy Dan. Yeah, it's like, it's very, and you know what? They can't say it because their community is, is very like accepting, but I'm going to, I'm going to say it. It's fucking weird, bro. Like It's fucking weird. I'm sorry. I, I, you know what? I, I think both things can be true. I can allow you as an adult to do what you want yes. and say, I'm supporting you in making that decision. And I can think it's fucking weird. Well, you've expressed this exact feeling around furries. This exactly. Is your, this is your feeling I of love furries. the furry community. The yeah. furries are wonderful, but I also think that like humping someone in a mascot 
outfit is not my jam. Yeah. And I think we need to like settle down a little bit with the kink shaming because people immediately go to like <laughs> kink, shaming. kink shaming. No, people like, no, people immediately are like, oh, because you think it's weird. It's right. kink shaming. Isn't a lot of kink also like thinking what you're doing is kind of weird and that's Isn't what makes that it exciting? of a kink? Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like, oh, am I Isn't liking this? Isn't the whole this? thing like, of kink that it's outside of like the normal, the, norm. the realm of normalcy? Yeah. And there's something so triggering to these people that when someone says it's weird, I think it's fucking weird. I, I think you're that like it's being weird. I adult, am horny, but it's weird. Both can be true. Totally. Both also, can be true. I can true. think it's weird, and you can do your own thing. Yeah, absolutely. You I, can. You I can, can go think to it's a, weird, but I don't give a single fuck if you're doing it. Exactly. <laughs> I think that is exactly. I'm not it. gonna get involved. I'm not gonna get involved to tell you no. I'm not gonna involved to tell you yes. I'm, I'm just not getting like, involved. Okay. But I will think it's weird. I will think it's a little weird. Then some of them, I'm like. <laughs> like maybe I will get involved maybe I will get involved to tell you yes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that was one of the things I, I was I was absolutely blown away by the the uh, diaper community I don't, it's, I don't I, it's not weird for you that's okay you, no, you like what you like you like what you like and I'm gonna support you in that thank you I'm gonna support you in that thank you good if there's any diapies out there that want to dipe up Sean he might be interested just slide in and I, you know what and that's fine and the, I'm here to support you, Sean. Thank you. I get that. Oh, you I'm know what? I'm supported. I want to empower you. I hear Huggies are the most supportive. Perfect. They, they, they have they, that. The best fit. Yeah. They've got like the leak proof, like extra barrier <laughs> on the sides. Perfect. The wings, if you will. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, my point is, is I've seen some shit. Okay. The other things that I've seen. <laughs> have I ever. The other things that I've seen. And I, you know what? I... And the kind of person I can't stop clicking. Right. Once I'm, I'm so curious. Once I see something, I have to, I have to dive in. Right. Yeah. To dive in deeper. And I am seeing a lot of things, a lot of things. What um, was the one on? I saw the clip, but I, I didn't finish watching it. Oh, figging. Yeah. What is that? Tell so me about that. Tell said, me about a ginger. Root. They said that they take the ginger root. Oh, spicy. And they peel it. They peel the ginger root so okay. that the skin's on it. So it's just the, the inside of the ginger, the okay. spiciest part. Okay. And they put it up someone's ass. They put it up their ass. I see. Does it, what does that do? Does your, does your butt react you to that? Like, is it painful? Know. I don't know. Or is it just like. And this is what I'm trying to say here. That I, one has me interested, I will say. Once I'm once I get to the point that I'm going to the grocery store to get painful things, spicy objects, chilies, ginger per se to stick up my ass, I might I might say to myself, maybe we should settle down a little bit. Right. Maybe we should bring it back to that one I want to know some if nice it, things it, up my ass. It hurts though. I guarantee it does. Do you want to try? Do you have some ginger? I don't. Have I can almost root. guarantee. Does powdered ginger. <laughs> Do you have a funnel? Do you have a ginger ale? <laughs> I just I can't see how that would add to an experience. Right. Most of my things, like I honestly don't care if anybody does it. It does not offend me at all. I don't think there's yeah. anything that really offends mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> But I'm always like, who was the first person to stick the peeled ginger up, up someone's their ass? <laughs> yeah. A nurse actually had a good comment on that post <laughs> and said, I hope the ginger root has a good base to it for True. the ER nurses. You need one of those ginger roots that like has a, an angle a to hook it. Because or I've something. heard horror stories of things without bases. Well, they go right up there. They're right lost forever. There. It's like a fucking black hole. And then they have to get them surgically removed. And do you know when they surgically <laughs> remove them? Sometimes I was actually just watching a video about yeah. this. Sometimes, say you get 
a dildo or something without a, uh, a thick base mm-hmm. lodged inside your asshole. Okay. They will try to pull it out. Uh-huh. A lot of the time they apparently try to oh pull it out God. through your asshole. Then they... Put then you, they go then the they esophagus route. Under. They go, yeah, yeah they start from the, the, they say, we'll meet down. it in the middle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, they apparently, then they put you out and then I guess they try to get it out even, even more aggressively. <laughs> they say, you're going to be want, want to be asleep with this one. You sniff the poppers and then they <laughs> yeah. give it another go. And then apparently they, if they must, they have to go through like surgically, but like through the side wall. Yeah. Which, like, imagine getting a dildo removed through, like, your abdomen. <laughs> it's a dark day. Like, it's that, a dark what, day what, for everyone involved. stitches from? Oh, that's where they pulled the dildo out. Ginger root. You know, we've it's all been there. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But I just wonder sometimes, this is just an honest thought, is regular sex, does it become like so mundane that it's just like so boring at that point? Right. Because I'm like, I'm talking, I'm seeing some crazy fucking shit. You're edging us with. And I just, I can't, I don't even know if I can say some of the stuff out loud that I've witnessed. <laughs> like what? Also, the gays need to stop. They need to reel it in because gay men out there are going fucking crazy on Grinder. The screenshots oh, I've been seeing yeah. lately of friends and the messages they've been receiving on yeah. Grinder. Just this week, about three different friends on their close stories on Instagram have screenshotted Grinder messages. Yeah, that I think these people land. should be—they should be jailed. Yeah. It's a ban homophobia, or excuse me, ban homosexuals. <laughs> I was like, wow. Let me correct. Myself. Yeah, progressive. I think that I, I I don't know. I I think I might be I, the only good one I saw was the one of somebody offering to cook dinner. I said that that was, was kind of nice. What that was nice, just a nice thing. Man. And then he was like, and then what if I use stick the that dinner root? up your ass? <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about a candied salmon in your ass? <laughs> it's honestly some of the most wild shit ever. And you're not a grinder. Guy. No, and see, this I'm a prude because you're a prude. <laughs> yeah. See, I think I'm the same way, and I never really knew this about myself. Yeah. I always thought I was quite out there and yeah. like quite open minded. And recently, I've been clutching my pearls. I'm, I'm, I'm reading these some of these messages. I I can't believe some of the shit that people are saying on the first message. You know what's mine, and I actually am thankful for. For a while, I was like sad that I wasn't. The grinder guy. Uh, I, that I'm just not a, a super sexually motivated right. person. Okay. I like sex. Yeah. But it, I would not go through like a, yeah. even a short drive for sex. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's you know like yeah. that's why I'm not a grinder. You're not stopping at the supermarket to pick up ginger. To, no, that's why yeah. I'm not a grinder though because like mm. if somebody was like. 20 minutes away and mm. they were like come have sex with me and I was already in bed like yeah. I'm not gonna You're do not that doing it. so I feel like for a while I was like kind of sad because I feel like that is amped up as being a huge part of the gay experience Yeah. but then I talk to any of my other friends mm. and I see what is going on on the grinds mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm glad that I'm not very sexually motivated as a lesbian I'm overwhelmed by yeah. it because I cannot imagine being on a dating app like it's such a contrast right yeah like i have my like queer women friends that identify as lesbian or bisexual or whatever when they're on the apps it's like the first their biggest like issue is 
who's going to send the first message. Maybe the first message they want it to be like interesting enough to start a conversation, but they don't want to go too far. So they're like, is a, Hey, what's up? Good enough. Should I be like, Oh, Hey, I saw you liked craft breweries in your, in your bio. Then I'm talking to my fucking gay male friends. They're fucking, people are going crazy. They're fucking, (laughs) they're they're fucking people. Like literally they are like sending their dick 4d through the grinder app and face fucking them on message one. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Whatever happened to a little bit of class, a little bit of romance. No. And honestly, it's to the point that I think if someone just sent a regular message and again, right. People are going to come at me for saying regular. I don't care. People send a regular message on one of those apps. I think people will be confused. They'd be For like, sure. why aren't you telling me what you want to do with the ginger root on this message ginger one? This ginger root is really just... It's my, it's my most recent it's example. It's been a cultural shift. The other thing that I was witnessing is a lot of... Um, a lot of stretching of orifices. Mm. A lot of stretching going mm. on. Both the penis hole... That one butthole. The the butthole is less shocking to me than the penis hole. I sounding is one of the one things Mm. that like really just like scratches the wrong part of my brain. Yeah. It makes me like nauseous. And I'm once again not shaming you. I think it's weird, but if you want to do it, do it. Go for it. But it makes me it's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Like the thought of somebody putting something up my urethra. Like a chopstick up your no, yeah, some, but usually they're like metal implements. Yeah, and like oh, there's like a lot of like vibration involved. Yeah, that scares me. As someone with a vagina who doesn't even like penetration in my vagina, what about your urethra though? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're missing a whole market right now. Oh my god, can you imagine? You know that the nurses know who does sounding when they go to put a catheter in. They're like, oh, this this and bitch is already stretched. <laughs> They don't even got to push. They lasso it up there. (laughs) That's the thing. I'm like, is there a lot of like bounce back? Like assholes have like quite a bit of bounce back. Vages do too. Oh, vages. Yeah. You can push a baby out of those fuckers. Bing bong. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Bing bong, baby. (laughs) But I don't know urethras. I don't know. Because they're not, they they don't necessarily need the ability to bounce back. I mean... Some traditionalists would say that they didn't think assholes did either, but you know, here Those we are, twenty twenty three. Need to get fisted. Get the tradition fisted right out of them. <laughs> We're back. So recently, I have a. A sex capade that I can talk about. Okay. Okay. So recently, I didn't know that we we're having gay sex. Yeah, we are. I might tell the story on there too. It'll double down. <laughs> Recycle you, the content. You got to hear Make first. Sure that we post first. Well, Exclusive. how many sex stories am I supposed to fucking have? I like, don't have any because nobody wants to date or fuck me. So. <laughs> okay. So I was having sex with my um, beautiful partner the other day, and while we were having sex, I. <laughs> we've been together for so long that like nothing is really new and I don't mean that like it's like stale but like if there was a new request all of this. a sudden yeah. yeah it would kind of like feel out of left field yes. right like because most things have been like tried and tested or like yeah. you know spiced up every now and again but like a mid-sex very new request seems like odd yeah okay so we're having sex 
And out of nowhere, she's like, can you, <laughs> can you <laughs> push down on my ribs? Yeah. And I was like, huh, that's interesting because, you know, we've been down to choke town yeah now and again who hasn't again a very vanilla thing i would say the most vanilla yeah it's like if ginger root is a hundred out of i don't ginger root is not a hundred well okay well i'm I'm, be reasonable (laughs) here okay i've been i've been scarred reasonably ginger is like 50 i don't even know after what i've seen i think it's like 12 (laughs) i think it's like fucking 12 honestly at this point um so yeah she was like pushed down on my ribs and i was like hmm that's out of nowhere okay and i'm also thinking to myself like okay this must be some sort of like breath thing or yeah. like maybe it's like has some it's also correlates you know some parts of the body you can understand like yeah. a feeling of being pushed yes. or something but a rib i was like interesting yeah okay so i'm like thinking maybe it's like i don't know i couldn't figure out what it was so i was like okay like I start pushing on the ribs because I'm a yes man. Yeah. So, like I said, you want to ribs girl. I'm a ribs girl. Yeah. You want to you want to pee a little? I'll probably say yes. I'll give it a go. Why not? Sure. Just a little. So yeah, just a little. I want to give you know you just got to test it out at first. (laughs) I don't want like a full fucking waterfall the first go. So true. (laughs) So I start pressing on the ribs. Yeah. She's like press harder. I'm like, okay. So you're into it you're really into it but like i'm still con- in my mind as i'm doing this i'm into it but i have the secondary part of my brain thinking why is she into this yes. like i'm trying to figure it out i'm like is it like i'm pushing down on you, you feel like stuck i'm like is it like a breath restriction thing yeah is it like is it like okay this is going to be a little too much but like if you've ever been inside someone, yeah. sometimes people like if you press down on their like stomach because then you can like feel it more from yeah. both sides. But this was like higher up on the ribs. So I'm like, I'm a little confused. I'm trying to figure it out, but whatever, I'm going with it. She keeps saying harder, press harder. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I'm going to break your fucking ribs. Like, I'm pushing with all my fucking might and I'm trying to do other stuff. Yeah. So it's like, you know, at this point, I'm Cirque du Soleil trying to like give enough to the ribs. Yeah. Give enough oomph to the ribs, but also give enough oomph other places. And I'm getting, I'm a little confused, but I'm going with it. Anyways, the sex completes. I'm like, happily for everyone involved. Everyone involved is ecstatic about the experience absolutely 10 out of 10 reviews five stars all around and um you know yeah the the post-sex you know cuddling begins and you know we're having a little chat and i go i have to ask well this is a new thing the rib thing i'm I'm confused what was that what was that doing for you and my partner said oh no remember my rib injury Cause she had had like a broken rib yeah. like six months prior. She's like, while we were having sex, my rib was popping out. So I couldn't concentrate on the sex part of it. Cause I was thinking about how my rib was dislocating. It's so so I was trying to make sure that my ribs stayed in place. So I think I'm thinking I'm doing something sexy. Really. I'm just holding her, her ribs together. together. <laughs> So that she can focus My on the thought sex. and question, which I said, mm-hmm. why couldn't she hold her own fucking rib? You know what? That's, that's, well, when you've dated a pillow princess, you will understand why. Like. I think, I think truly she just didn't want to have to do any work. 
And I'm there for that. That's fine. That's fine like by me. If things are happening in the lower quarter, you can do, you know, one of these. That's totally I, fine. I think that she likes the experience of just, you know. She wanted full service. Sit back and relax. She wanted full service. And, and you I gave, gave it, it to her. her. <laughs> <laughs> you gave her uh, uh, sex and an ER <laughs> adjustment. <laughs> Pop that rib right back in. So now I'm confused because I said to her, I was like, the next time that we have sex, like this in this like yeah. position or whatever am I gonna have to like wrap you before with like sports bandages to like keep the rib she in really place? got it she has two of these she needs to do her own rib ribbage <sighs> yeah you'd think you'd think that she'd figure her own ribs out but I'm over here fucking doing all the work sometimes you gotta say that is actually not my a issue single mom that point. works two jobs I tell <laughs> yeah. you like I'm fucking doing everything over here you gotta let her know that you would like to put a hundred percent of your attention mm. on one area less into the ribs yeah and here I was thinking I was being She's freaky distracting you at work though that's so true you know yeah it's kind of rude you're hustling mm-hmm. trying to do you know the best you can yeah and she's giving you side quests. It's fucked up. <laughs> Honestly, I thought I was like finally moving past Michael Scott. I'm like, I'm out here doing rib play. I'm, yeah. I'm fucking going I'm crazy on the ribs. Girlfriend's ribs right now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, that's my reason. I would ask you if you had a recent sex story, but you don't. So no, no, oh. I have one. Do you tell it? No, Come I'm on. not. I, I'll, I'll t- tell it next time. Maybe. Will you? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe maybe a Patreon exclusive. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, wherever you're listening, make sure to follow, subscribe. Seriously, don't fucking joke around about it. Five stars, five stars only. Follow, subscribe, post notifications on new merch linked in our bio at I Can Explain Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. You can follow us personally at Sean.lusk and at Brian Williamson. Blake is the cutest baby anyone's ever seen. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the gay <laughs> Unless you're an ugly baby. <laughs>